everybody, and welcome back. I am the Bull, and this is See the Bullski, the podcast where I talk about leadership, followership, resiliency, and wellness. If you've been listening for the last few weeks, I've been going over a breakdown of the pillars of resiliency and sharing my thoughts and interpretations of them. So please go check those out if you haven't already done so, along with my other recordings. And please don't forget to hit that subscribe or follow button on whatever platform you're listening to this on so that you get all of my new updates. And here we are. It's the end of October. And you know what that means. It's time to get our candy on. It's time to get all dressed up and celebrate Halloween. And while I love talking about this holiday and the overall history of it, it is because of All Hallows' Eve that I have decided on my topic for tonight. See, Halloween for a lot of people is about dressing up and trick-or-treating, or for others it's about remembering the dead and welcoming departed loved ones' souls back into the world of the living, or warding off evil spirits. But ultimately, there is this theme of wearing masks, and that is what I want to talk about. But I don't want to talk about masks in the conventional sense, but instead, I want to talk about the masks that we put on each and every day that are keeping us from living our truest lives. So tonight, I want to talk a little bit about wellness through authentic living. Now, authentic living is a part of positive psychology that is tied to existential philosophy. Uh, the simplest description of authentic living I found came from mindtools.com, and they say, authentic living is living according to the values and beliefs that you hold most dear, and that the personal goals that you pursue emerge from these. Now, I've mentioned something similar a while back when I talked about some of the resiliency tools I was taught, specifically value-based goals. And I also mentioned something similar when I talked about Maslow's hierarchy of needs with self-actualization. But authentic living ties them all together because in reality, they are all interconnected and they feed into one another in both the positive benefits from doing and engaging or in the negative aspects of ignoring. And I started out talking about masks, and that's because it's amazing to me how many people put on these, you know, masks every day when living their lives, and how so often you don't see the real person unless you truly get to know them or see them outside of the work center. And that's a real shame. You know, to an extent, authentic living authentically, you know, at its core, it means just being who you are with all of your gifts, blessings, your interests, your abilities, your attributes. But it also includes the aspects of yourself that we worry won't be accepted by those around us. So it feels like there's like two conflicting or opposing sides. On one side is the person we really are. And on the other side is the person who, you know, we want to be accepted by others. But too often I see people who, you know, they've had to put on this mask for so long in order to fit in that it just, it tears them apart. You know, too often that desire to fit in results in us wearing scary masks so that the Michael Myers around us don't attack us. And the result is we end up losing ourselves to the very darkness that we're trying to survive around or hide around. I can't judge. I totally get it, and I won't lie. You know, I myself have worn a mask because the fear of being eaten by the monsters around me was, you know, so overwhelming. But there has to be a point where we stop pretending, be, pretending to be something we aren't, we remove the mask, and we learn to value ourselves more than the opinions of others. When you look at authentic living, it looks at, you know, the how and why we need to embrace the reality of our own existential freedom and responsibility we have to ourselves to be who we are. It's also a little bit about celebrating who we are and appreciating what we can bring to the lives of others by virtue of our individuality or even just bring to the, you know, the joy and appreciation to our own lives through that virtue. Carl Rogers is a massively renowned humanistic psychologist, one of my favorites to be sure. Uh, and he talked about authentic living as a way of moving us towards self-actualization because if you aren't being the real you, then you're being fake by extension. 
and the fake someone else that you're being, you know, your efforts aren't going where they should. This can result in anxiety and depression because no matter how realistic the mask you are wearing is, at the end of the day, it just isn't who you are. And that fakeness is more than just appearance. It, it bleeds into our actions, our behaviors, and it even affects our thoughts and emotions about ourselves as well as it can impact others. Now, it can definitely be hard, you know, especially in today's world of social media and social acceptance, along with the pressures to be accepted at work. But I challenge those that think denying who you are and sacrificing yourself is really necessary. Like, is it really that necessary? You know, I've heard so many times that you have to play the game. And then once you get there, wherever it is, well, then you then you're in a place to change things. But you know what? I, I don't see that happening too often. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure it does happen. And to an extent, I understand the whole playing the game. You know, it's just like playing pretend on Halloween. In both circumstances, we're playing, you know, we're acting the part. We're dressed as a ghoul and acting like a monster. But at the end of Halloween night, we take off the costumes and the masks and we go back to being real people. But in life, it seems like the temptation, or dare I say, demand to keep that mask on does something to us internally and over time that mask can actually become our real face and some people I know have actually become the monsters that they were imitating and that's that, that's really disappointing and it's something that I think we should all be aware of and and strive to prevent a big reason that I like authentic living is because of the teachings of existentialism and the sobering reality that life is going to end you know I don't mean to bring the room down but life isn't permanent and that fact means we need to embrace ourselves and be who we are. Now, quick pause here because I don't want to be misunderstood and I am sure someone is going to mislabel or mishear me and claim that I'm arguing for everyone to start leading a hedonistic lifestyle of indulgence and that is not what I'm getting at. You know, Whether you believe in life after death, heaven, Valhalla, reincarnation, or just believe that once we die, that's it, it's paramount that we all strive to live our best lives each and every day. And there's a quote from Marcus Aurelius, who was a Roman emperor, and he said that uh, he said to live a good life. If there are gods and they are just, then they will not care how devout you have been, but will welcome you based on the virtues you have lived by. If there are gods, but unjust, then you should not want to worship them. And if there are no gods, then you will be gone but you will have lived a noble life that will live on in the memories of your loved ones. Within the realm of authentic living is something called self-presentation theory, and positive psychology talks about it in an article saying, self-presentation theory suggests that all people knowingly package information about themselves to varying degrees in order to impress their audience. I think this is really normal, and to an extent healthy, but to an extent. And the desire to be accepted should never fundamentally outweigh your own values and self-respect in the way that you hold yourself and carry yourself. This is where authentic living ties into self-esteem. By and large, all of us get positive feelings from being accepted by others. I mean, we, we are incredibly social creatures, but what is often forgotten about is that you should try to find a group worth being accepted by. And sometimes we get so low that we end up not caring who accepts us or for what reason they accept us, and we can almost become addicted to the feeling and make no mistake like it feels like an addiction where the stimulus triggers a neurochemical chain of happiness but because it isn't a healthy source it begins to pollute and corrupt not only the body but the mind and our emotions there is some misinformation about authentic living meaning that you know some people think that it means living with no negativity and i'm sorry to say that nothing in life can guarantee no discomfort but living authentically means living by your real values 
And what this does is twofold. On one side, if you are living your truest self and being authentic, then you aren't squandering your time and energy on things that don't actually matter to you, which can result in less time and energy to focus on what you do care about. And secondly, by living authentically, you're able to really focus and direct yourself in a way that allows you to recover faster and better because your efforts align with your values, which are what keep us grounded and protect us mentally and emotionally. One quote I really like is, authenticity and living a complete and fulfilling life are processes rather than outcomes. I like that quote because it refers to a eudaimonic, I'm probably not saying it right, I like the word, but it's hard to pronounce, uh, which this orientation is kind of the opposite of hedonistic, which I mentioned earlier. But the difference is that hedonistic side is about the pursuit of pleasure and the eudaimonic side is about living a good life full of purpose. So I'm not arguing for the hedonistic pleasurable side, but I am making an argument for living a full life full of purpose through living authentically. You know, sure, pleasure feels good, obviously, but fulfillment and purpose feel better and it helps give meaning to life. And there is no greater feeling that I found at least than finding your meaning or even just a meaning and giving it your all to it. Like you might not know what your meaning is or what your purpose is, but finding a purpose and meaning can help move you in that direction. And I've talked about that before. Sometimes you don't know where you want to go, but just start moving in a direction, but make sure it's a positive direction so that you don't end up turning into something nasty. You don't end up wasting your time. You don't end up, you know, getting rid of your energy and your values because then that really starts to tear away at your core. Anyway, some ways you can find your eudaimonic meaning is to volunteer, give time, help others, you know, practice being grateful, uh, being mindful, and even as simple as just being honest. Uh, Jordan Peterson, who I've mentioned before, he's a Canadian psychologist who I believe I've, I've mentioned, I think I have, but he has a book called 12 Rules for Life. And I think my favorite rule is always tell the truth or at least don't lie. Lying is bad, no duh. And some people do it to manipulate others. But sometimes we lie even to ourselves to protect ourselves. And the problem is that over a long enough period of time, we begin to think that there is something wrong with us for having to lie. And then our self-respect and our self-esteem degrade because we base our ability to accept ourselves on whether others will accept us. And that isn't fair or even realistic. I guess the overall point that I'm trying to make is that while there is a time for masks and make-believe, there is also a time for being yourself. Think of it like this. How can others accept you if they don't know who you really are? How can you find out who you should want to accept you if you never show them? How can you find the people who don't, who, who we don't need, who you don't need in your life if you just keep showing them what they want to see? Why do we allow ourselves to have others make us feel like we are wrong for being ourselves when the reality is we don't want those people in our lives to begin with? You know, we can say that it's because we need this job or we need those friends, but do we really? Like, really, ask yourself, do I really need these toxic people in, 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 my, life, in my life? Is losing yourself and feeling unappreciated worth the acceptance of people too shallow to see the value in you? I personally don't think it is. So I hope the next time someone tries to force you to wear a mask in your life, remember, Halloween is on October 31st, and that should be the only time we try to fit in with the monsters running the streets. The rest of the year, we need to put away the masks and be who we are, unashamed, and be proud. Have that self-esteem, that self-respect, and, and take 
comfort in those values that make us who we are and not let others beat us down because our values don't align with them. Are those really people that you need in your life? And I think when you really get down to it, you will find out that those are not the people that you should be overly concerned and caring about. Slight pause here in case it sounds a little different. So right in the middle of the recording, my computer decided to shut down and restart and I had a mini heart attack, but luckily it saved my recording up to where I was at. Woof, that was terrifying. Talk about scary Halloween, right? Okay, so the desire to be accepted should include being accepted by people who celebrate our presence, not just who tolerate it. And sometimes the places we work and the friends we have are actually emotional prisons. And we forget that we have the ability to set parole whenever we want. Maybe you can't leave the job right now, but are you taking the steps to get to the point where you can leave? And I know I'm making it sound a lot easier than it really is sometimes, and I don't mean to make it that way. I just hope to remind you all, and I guess myself too, that others can try and make us wear you know, the certain masks to their costume party, but we can always choose to go trick-or-treating in another neighborhood. Sure, it might be a longer drive and it might be a bit scarier because it's a new neighborhood, but maybe that neighborhood has full-size candy bars. You know, we're, we're not gonna know until we start knocking on doors, right? I know, I need to make an analogy jar, right? $5 per analogy. And there are plenty of people who only wanna be the monster on Halloween, and that's fine. But when those same people are monsters in real life, or worse, they try to make you feel like the monster because you aren't like them, then it's time to evaluate how much stock you wanna put in their opinion or value of you. Some of the most toxic people you can meet are really good at projecting and sometimes people are broken down and they only feel good from tearing others down as well. And while you can't always help that person, I mean, it's okay to try, you shouldn't have to compromise being your authentic self along the way. At the end of the day, we've all heard that we are who we are, but another way of looking at it is that we are all who we allow ourselves to be. And there's a lot of power in remembering that in living our authentic lives can give us the strength to say no when the rest of the world wants us to say yes. There may be times when we should say yes instead of no, but it's up to those outside entities to show and tell us why we should change our answer. And it's up to us to decide instead of being forced into it or just being made to feel like we're wrong for being different. So where do we go from here? Well, I think it all starts with taking the time to find ourselves and to learn to listen to that voice coming from, from inside of ourselves instead of being droned out by the voices outside and around us from others. Once we learn to hear that voice, we gotta find the people that we want to share that voice with instead of the people who only want to hear themselves coming out of us. Lastly, we gotta learn to accept ourselves and hold on to the people that accept and value us instead of the people that are just tolerating us. Be yourself and strive to be the best self you can be. And remember, it's a process, not a destination. So that about wraps it up for this week, along with the horrible scare of almost losing my, my recording this week. Uh, I'm getting over some sickness in the bull household. We're doing okay. It's not COVID, just, you know, a little, little bit of that coldness is getting to us. So I just want to say thanks for listening, as always, and I wish you all a wonderful and safe Halloween. Please don't forget to share this with someone that you think needs to hear it. And as always, I will check you out next time.